song going to end? I'm just waiting for it to fade out completely. That's weird. There you go. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's Banks and Nagel. That's the Foo Fighters on Rock 102. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans you, Day to you. All you veterans out there. I'm not a veteran. I was a I former Boy Scout. Does that... Does that uh, is that military? I was too, and that comes nowhere near close of what folks have done for all of us. In an effort to uh, respect our veterans, uh, we have. <clears throat> we're working today. We're working today. Yeah. We're uh, we're call us a second responder, if you will. No, third responder, really. Whatever. I'll take. Uh, I'll second take res- one. Second responders down the hall. I think we should do a very special uh, Veterans Day. Open line Friday. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, because we got nothing else going on. I mean, yeah. we that's among the many things that we have going on today. Yeah, every call you have to thank us for our service at the end of it. That would be great. Yeah. That would be uh, that would be fantastic. And then we could talk about batteries. If you have battery questions. Battery questions. I have a uh, I have a would I be the a-hole scenario. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I have uh, I have something to run by you. All right. I'll be ready to be run by. Okay. That and more this morning. It's 5.35 with Dax and Nagel on Rock 102. Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.52. And ZZ Top with Dax and Nagel on Rock 102. It gonna rain. Rainy with a high of 69, giggity. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 69, giggity. It's 51 in downtown Springfield. Yeah, don't get any on, any on you. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems, from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, since it's raining today, Rain Wilson. Huh? You like how I uh, transitioned into that? It's very smooth. Uh, He's so serious about climate change that he's changed his name to Rainfall Heat Wave Extreme Winter Wilson. Although it doesn't sound like he did it legally, which would have been more hardcore. It would have been, but, but no, no one's going to call him that. Yeah, I don't know how much of that is going to make an impact. But it, it hasn't impacted me yet. An unfinished Aaron Carter autobiography is being rushed to stores next week. First of all, who was even doing one of these? Maybe they uh, figured something because, was going to happen. Because you know when they say Aaron Carter autobiography, he did not write that. It was, it was probably ghostwritten. Right. Yeah. And then he just said, yeah, man, that's true. No, man, that's <laughs> not true. That's almost right. Hillary Duff isn't happy about it because uh, Aaron claimed in the book that he and Hillary had sex when he was 12 and she was 13. Wow. And she said, that ain't no truth to that. 12 and 13? That's uh, weird. That is uh, that is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that, that book is going, uh, going to press. Okay. Even though Jason Momoa recently adopted a pig, he's not going to give up bacon. When a reporter asked, he said, quote, Hawaiians eat a lot of pork and no, I'm going to be eating pork. Sorry. Is he uh, referencing the meat or is he referencing something else? Uh, I think he's going to reference the meat. Okay. I sure hope he's referencing the meat. I had a friend, uh, his wife uh, said uh, the reason why she can't eat bacon. She told me when she was a little kid, she used to go to visit this uncle. An uncle lived on the farm, Uncle, mm-hmm. uncle Bob or whatever his name was. And they used to go visit Uncle Bob, and she got uh, really attached to the pig that he had out there. Right. And then uh, and then one day, he invites her over for breakfast, and uh, she's eating bacon. 
And he goes, you like that bacon? And uh, she goes, yeah. And he goes, that's Bob. Oh, that's traumatic. Isn't that horrible? That's terrible. That a, what, like a horrible thing to do to a child? Now, this uh, Bob the pig, was he able to spell words? No, it was Bob a, the, a, a, first a, of all, you didn't listen spider's to Spider's web. It was Bob the uncle. Oh, I think. Yeah. Oh, I see. The pig's, I don't know. The, the pig's name was Mrs. Pigglesworth. Okay. I, I don't right. know. Yeah. All right. I mean, we just, I'm just saying, you know, you, you find yourself you know, emotionally attached to a pig. Actually, I think I did that during high school. Oh, hey, hey, you know hey, what I'm yeah, saying? That's yeah, what I'm that's talking right. about. It. Yeah. Okay, right. now. Look at you. Yeah. Jerry Springer understands his legacy. He says, quote, I just apologize. I'm so sorry. What have I done? I've ruined the culture. I just hope hell isn't that hot because I burn real easy. I'm very light complexion, and that kind of worries me. In other words, he doesn't really care. No, because he made millions and millions of dollars off that very program and still continues to make millions and millions of dollars off that program. I don't know. You know, I mean, this is a guy whose uh, you know, political career was uh, cut short by a terrible prostitution scandal, and he wound up benefiting from the whole thing. And then uh, even Steve Wilkos got his own show out of it. The See? security guy. Doesn't Steve Wilkos look like Tom Ash? Very much so. Yeah, I, 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 that, it, uh, in a very real way. Bald-headed, uh, you know, like uh, burly dude. I've never seen the two of them in the same room. That's weird, isn't it? I know. I can see Mayor Dom Dom teaming up with, uh, you know, Steve Wilkos from the uh, show. And be like, oh, this is my right-hand man. Listen, Tom Ash is a very powerful man. He can lift 100 pounds over his head. You want a guy who's going to work security? That's right. Tom Ash. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Chris Rock. This is interesting. He'll be the first ever artist, first artist ever to perform live on Netflix. He's set to do a comedy special in the beginning of next year. It'll stream globally. They never done a live stream? I don't think I've ever seen a, something that was happening at that moment. No. I guess not. Yeah, I don't think about it. I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, I. Maybe they're, I mean, you know, they do live stream on like Amazon for football games and, and other events that they've done on there. But Netflix, I think it's, I think it's denoting Netflix has a first live stream event. Interesting. But I wonder if he's even going to address that whole uh, Will Smith thing. I don't know. Seems to me it'd be a perfect opportunity to kind of put that thing to rest. Well, especially now that you got all of America's attention on Netflix, which Netflix will go, by the way, this is an extra five ninety nine for this live stream. <laughs> For this month. Uh, Whether you watch it or not. Lewis Tomlinson uh, says he used to be bothered by Harry Styles' success, but only because he really didn't know where he fit in. Another member of One Direction here. Right. Uh, he adds, quote, I look on Harry like a brother, man. I have a lot of pride for what he's doing. And I'm so super jealous of him. You know, he like uh, sold out 15 straight nights of the L.A. Forum. In Los Angeles, Harry Styles. 15 straight nights? 15 nights. Damn. That, that, like, that's unheard of. Well, unheard of. Yeah, but again, are we uh, talking about when something is sold out, are they talking about all the tickets that were bought up by Ticketmaster to resell on the secondary market? Maybe, but it's 15 nights. I mean, if, if could he fill one night of the Mass Mutual Center? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, he could fill one night at the Mass Mutual Center. Could he fill He's, two? He could fill 20 nights at the Mass Mutual Center. I don't know. That's a, that's a hell of a venue. Yeah, but it's not like, uh, let's say you brought Ted Nugent back again. Yes. Ted Nugent wouldn't fill the Mass Mutual Center ever again. I don't think he could fill a photo mat right now. 
Oh, he's having a little trouble. Uh, but yeah, Harry Styles would definitely sell that place out if he had a month's worth of dates. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Kids electrifying. A list of movies to get you ready for Thanksgiving. Are you ready? Yes. My favorite, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's a good one. That is probably one of my uh, all-time favorite comedy films. Those aren't pillows. No, it's not even that. There's like other the, the, that one where the, uh, the the chick gets out and tries to help them in the luggage mm-hmm. into the truck. We talked about this one before. Oh yeah. And they, and he's like, no, 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 we'll get it. And she goes, no, 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 she can do it. She once had a baby, came out sideways. She didn't scream or nothing. <laughs> and uh, Kim Kardashian posted an ad for Beyond Meat, where she's air frying their chicken nuggets, and people are dragging her because they don't believe she's prepared food for herself ever in her life. <laughs> She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had anything beyond meat was when Ray J shoved his meat bat into my badly packed kebab in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. You got to pack those things correctly. You got to take it off the stick. Uh, Caitlin? Whatever. Got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim. But I once cushion wedged the pork dagger. Had to do some dong gobbling on the Thunder Gun Express. Uh-huh. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I had her spatch or I spatch cocked the star dunkle. <laughs> Did you ever spatch cock a star dunkle before? <laughs> Don't you have to remove a bone? <laughs> Sometimes you do. And Kanye? Kim wants me to be a non-custodial parent. And I was like, bitch, I ain't never been no janitor, and I ain't never gonna be again. Way to stand up for yourself, yay. <laughs> Such an injustice. And that's your Hollywood t rash Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know if I've ever stated this publicly. But I have approximately 3,229 days left to go before I retire from this godforsaken business. And while that is just around the corner, I envy those who are in the position to take control of their lives and retire even faster than that. After all, who wants to be productive forever? Certainly not this fella here. Hell no. All I need is a little more time and for the hemorrhaging to stop in my 401k, and I'll be ready to ride off into the sunset. Yesterday, Las Vegas Raiders linebacker Blake Martinez announced that he'll be retiring from the NFL at the age of 28 years old. Martinez, who was drafted out of Stanford, has spent six seasons in the NFL, including a few with the Green Bay Packers and the New York Giants. And yet, despite chalking up 11 tackles against Jacksonville just five days ago, Blake Martinez claims he's had enough. It's time to retire, even though he only joined the Raiders just a little bit more than a month ago. Now, you might say, 28 years old? Isn't that a little young to retire from anything? What's he going to do with the rest of his life? I'll tell you what he's going to do. He's going to spend the rest of his life telling everybody that he retired at the age of 28, which is no different from the guy who retired from Mass Mutual at the age of 65, or the guy that retired from Smith & Wesson at the age of 68, or the lady who just spent 30 years working at Pratt & Whitney and retired at 55. What do those people say when you ask them what's going to go on? Their first response is, nothing, I'm retired. And in nearly every case, they're all pretty happy with that. So what's a 28-year-old retired linebacker going to do after leaving the NFL? Anything he damn well pleases. 
Listen, I got 3,229 days to do whatever the hell my bosses want me to do. After that, I'll be on my own time. And for anyone who thinks I'll get bored with doing nothing in my time, just you wait. Because if there's anything or anybody who thrives during long periods of inactivity, it's me. And I expect the most to make the most out of out of it, even if it involves doing nothing at all. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get a Stanley Wonder Bar, 10 bucks at Rocky's. Or a set of Irwin Spade Bits, 10 bucks. Get a set of DeWalt Blades for your reciprocating saw, just 10 bucks. It's the 10 buck tool sale for bits and blades and hand tools all month long at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Spring. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 614 and ACDC with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, rain's going to start later this morning with a high of 69 for today. Tomorrow, uh, rainy again with a high of 69. Giggity. It's 51 in downtown Springfield. I guarantee you this. Yeah. There will be an open line Friday later on this morning. How about that? How about that? Um, so we usually do uh, Am I the A-Hole? You know, that little thing where we read other people's thing and we have to decide whether or not they're the jerk in the situation. Right. I'm going to do the would I be the a-hole. So this is about you. Uh, yeah, well, it's, you know, I like to shift things about me every once in a while. No, it's okay to put mm-hmm. the uh, the spotlight on yourself. So uh, I got uh, I got noticed, notified. I haven't gotten any official invite yet, uh, but my niece who lives down in, uh, in Hilton Head, um... She got engaged. Okay. To her girlfriend. So they're going to get married next November. Nice. Um, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Right? <clears throat> okay. Now, <clears throat> with all that's, uh, you know, many years that I've been doing this job, and uh, the busiest time of my year mm-hmm. is usually that week before Thanksgiving. Leading through leading up the week th- before to, Thanksgiving. Right. Leading yes. up to the Mayflower Marathon. Yes. Which is very important, uh, not only to me, but important to this uh, this particular workplace, uh, the community, and, you know, all that other good mm-hmm. jazz. Um, so, uh, I was like, I said, I haven't talked to my niece. I just uh, know that the engagement happened. Uh, yeah. I sent my congratulations. And then uh, my sister informed me that that's when the wedding will be. It will be next Thanksgiving, the weekend before next Thanksgiving. So I, uh, I was thinking about this, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll, I guess I'll have to fly, you know, down to South Carolina. There's no direct flight into Hilton Head unless you got lots of money. Sure. And uh, and I'm gonna have to take connections and all this other stuff, and, uh-huh. and then I got two kids to come along with me as oh, well. Yeah. And uh, and and uh, who knows if uh, you know my girlfriend would want to come along too. You know, it's a costly uh, you know uh, trip that we're especially that we're around doing. a holiday weekend. No kidding. So I uh, I said uh, I'm thinking about this yesterday. I go, all right, would I be the a hole if I said to these uh, these two young ladies, hey, listen, this is a really bad time of the year for me. I could come down there and and do a flip. You know, you come down a Friday night, leave Sunday morning kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then I'd be missing all of these things that we do for the Mayflower Marathon. Like we're going to be doing these Thunderbirds games and all this other stuff. Right. And uh, I said, 
I could either fly. I didn't say this yet, but I'm, this is my scenario. You're working this out. Yeah. I could fly down there with the kids and stay there until Sunday and then leave. And you get no wedding gift. Ooh, okay. Yeah. If I stay home, I will give you a lucrative wedding gift, and I'll see you on vacation when I come down in April. Right. So your question to me is... Yeah. Would I be the jerk for proposing that kind of uh, scenario? All right. So here's here's the thing. As someone who has been through uh, two weddings in his life, I can tell you this, that... Um, because you are an out-of-town guest, uh-huh. the expectation of your participation is limited. Yeah, you know, no, no one fully expects every out-of-town guest to accept the the invitation, right? And they will tell you when you're preparing a wedding, expect at least ten percent of the people you invite are not going to show up, right? But this is my sister's kid. It's yeah, not I like a, it's not like a, th- a fifth cousin down the line that uh, you know I've haven't seen in many many years do you like this kid uh i you know what i don't really have like a solid relationship with her i really don't I, I, but, you I, got, but you got a relationship with your sister yes okay. yes yeah. all right okay all right okay here we go all right okay i think that proposing that would be fine but i think it would be even better if you just said uh you that you you, you just RSVP that you can't be there, mm-hmm. but send the lucrative gift anyway. You don't have to give them an either or. You can say that weekend is very difficult for me. I'm not going to be able to make it, but I will. Here's a check for a dollar fifty. Here's a check for one hundred thousand dollars. Maybe I should send a box full of change, like I did for your wedding. Yes, but a much bigger box. I'd like, yeah. hate to see you go out on the cheap that way. But you know, I think you should. Uh, I think you should just do what every other guest that's not going to go. It's going to do, and that's, you know, you, you send your, your regrets, yeah, but you send a big fat check. That's what I'm saying. That's it. It, it gets me off the hook. Yeah, but what I'm saying, I don't think you owe them an either or. You know, like, like what would you prefer, me to spend a lot of money or for me to spend a lot of money and not go? Uh, I don't I think, know. I think you could just definitively say, I can't go, but here's a check. Well, here's the thing. My brother, my older brother, yeah, who... Um, his big weekend is also that weekend because he's a hunter and like he's been hunting for years mm. and he's uh he's giving up that hunting weekend in order to attend this wedding yeah which uh you know that makes me okay well he gave up something he really loves so do I give up something I really love to do um is he aware yeah and I don't know if he is or not that there's plenty of hunting in the Carolinas. Yeah, it's not, well. that, it's not that easy. You can't. Uh, there's all this red tape with the with the laws and the permits and, yeah, the, and all that stuff. Yeah, that, that's hard to do. But you know, uh, in a real way, though, that's his own problem. That's his own thing to deal with. Is your yeah. sister going to be all upset if her two brothers don't show up? I I I don't know. I don't know if she would be or not. I think you. I haven't presented this to her yet. I'm I gonna, think. I think you got to tell her. Hey, look, listen. This is uh, this is my busiest time of the year. My yeah. nose is really going right to the grindstone here. You know, it's all. Uh, this is a. Uh, you know, I'm I'm working my fingers to the bone in November. I can't pull myself away. Yeah. And then you say, but I'm going to send a big fat check. I think your sister will probably, if she's a reasonable person, and I don't know your sister. Uh, uh I don't know if I know this sister, but um. 
I think you met her once. I may have met her once. Yeah. Uh, she looks a lot like you. Yes. Or I've met your sister. Yes. Uh, hopefully she'll grow out of that. But if she, if she does, I don't think she. Will. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, nevertheless, I think she seems like a reasonable uh, a reasonable woman. Well, it's her. It, yeah, her is reasonable. But yeah. I also don't want the. Uh, oh my God! Nobody showed up to my wedding. Because I booked it on Thanksgiving weekend. I booked it on Thanksgiving weekend, <laughs> yeah. and all the guests I had from out of town didn't yeah. show up. Yeah. Well, go figure. Yeah. Listen, you know, I, I'm I, not even sure if it's... I'm wondering if it's even designed that way. You know what you I know, mean? It very well could be, because I think a lot of times when someone has a destination wedding, yeah. they do it. Well, it's not a destination wedding. It she, is for you. Oh, yeah, for me. <laughs> for but you, she it is. lives there. She's a teacher down there. I so, get it. Yeah. I get it. But it, in, in, for anybody who has to fly down there in yeah. order to be a part of this wedding, it's a destination. Yeah. And for most people around the holidays, they can't. they simply just can't get on a plane and fly and, somewhere. And, and I'm, al- I'm also, uh, you know, in a selfish way, looking at this in a monetary uh, monetary uh, situation. Yeah. You know, it's going to cost me probably $2,000 to fly down there with two kids uh, for a weekend down in, down in uh, South Carolina. Yeah. So, but if I don't go, I could, you know, get away with... You know, half probably half of that for a lucrative yeah. gift. See, I don't. I don't see this as selfish at all. Yeah, because um, well, I mean, for example, many years ago, I had a friend in college who uh, got married in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a question about whether or not I was going to go. And then when I saw what it would cost me to go to the Bahamas to attend my friend's wedding, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I said no. I'm not going to go. Okay, well, if it was the Bahamas, I would totally rearrange my schedule and uh, go yeah, down. Okay. I'm going to go to Hilton Head in April anyway, because that's when I usually go. Yeah, but see, I was looking at the dollars and cents yeah. of that proposition, and yeah. to me, it was it made no sense. So I just said no, and that was it. Your argument about the financial end yeah. of this is a perfectly valid one. $2,000 to go to a wedding for a for, for a, a day for, and it, for a niche you that, barely even and, speak and that's just the flight yeah and then you're talking about rent, renting a car a hotel get, getting a hotel for two at least two nights or renting a car for at least two days and that's like that's probably another thousand bucks with the way the rates are nowadays at this point you know you're talking about a three four thousand dollar weekend yeah and, it, and and i think you know in in very practical terms if it makes no sense for you to go. If it was like in the middle of the summer, I could schedule vacation around it and take a week off and go down and drive there and there. drive there and not have to spend all that money. Yeah, but, but on now, top, but on top of it being the busiest, one of the busiest travel weekends of the of the year, and then the Mayflower Marathon. Yeah, you know, it seems to me the answer is pretty simple. No, you can't do it. All right, damn it. Uh, I don't think it's anything to do with whether or not you're an a-hole. You're an a-hole for a lot of other reasons. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of things you can pick out for me for that. But in this situation, I think what you're being is financially responsible. Yes, which and, I usually am about things. And responsible to uh, the biggest event we do all year at your place of employment, which if you were to lose that job, you would have no finances to go to any wedding, no yeah, matter where it would I be. I won't even be able to go down there in April. <laughs> exactly <laughs> my point. Yeah, so there you go. There you All right. It. Well, problem. thank you. I appreciate the problem somewhat solved. We'll see what happens with the reaction when I... I'm a problem solver, Steve. That's what I'm here for.
Okay. All right. All right. Very good. All right. It's 625 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's 627 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be rainy today with a high of 69. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 51 in downtown Springfield. Uh, Sunday, you're going to be at uh, Gary Rome Hyundai for the uh, second annual Trees of Hope. I, uh, I'm, li- I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, you'll be there from noon to 2. This year's yeah. event will uh, feature creative holiday trees. Dream gifts and displays are being donated by local businesses, local businesses, individuals, and community organizations for a one dollar uh, per raffle ticket. Pretty, uh, pretty reasonable. All money raised will be donated to the Ronald McDonald House of Springfield, which is a very, very good cause. Uh, it's Gary Rome Hyundai, one fifty Wedding Farms Road in Holyoke this Sunday from noon to two with Steve and the road crew. Sport the Ronald McDonald House of Springfield with Rock One Hundred Two, Springfield's classic rock. Um, yeah, that, that sounds like a pretty uh, cool little event. There, it's a cool thing. And the Ronald McDonald house is an, is an awesome organization. So yeah, help them out. Uh, I have a, I have a battery joke for you. You do? Yeah. You're going to like a joke of the day thing. Well, we can, we can try it if you want to. Okay. What caused the battery to die? I don't know, Steve. What caused the battery to die? Terminal illness. Yeah. <laughs> Why was the why was the nine volt battery thrown out of church? I don't know. Why was the nine volt battery thrown out of church? Because they were holding an AA meeting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the difference between uh, b- between my wife and a battery? I don't know, Steve. What's the difference between your wife and a battery? The pla- the battery has a positive side. <laughs> uh, what was the reason for the arrest of the Energizer Bunny? I don't know. Why did he get arrested? He was charged with. Battery. Ah! See, the battery boys are back, baby. Oh, zing pow. <laughs> we have news next to Rock 102. It's 6.32 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Firefighters were called to police collision repair for a vehicle fire on Thursday. First, you call... The police. Then you call the fire department. Then you call police. Well, if you're actually at police, you don't have to call them. I think they already know. You just call the, the police and the fire. Yeah, department. right, right. Uh, one person was taken to the hospital for minor injuries after a vehicle caught fire inside the build, building located at 1800 Riverdale Street. Crews were able to put out the fire before it ignited any exposures. According to a post on Twitter by the West Springfield Fire Department, the repair shop has since reopened for business. That's uh that's one of those things that I would be afraid of working in a garage. Like uh, a car exploding. Exploding blowing know, stuff up. You know, you're you're in a, it's enclosed in a garage. If, let's say the fuel tank catches fire. If you're anywhere near that thing, you're uh you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So, luckily it wasn't uh, it was only you know, one um it was only uh, only one car, one car, right. and it didn't explode. I don't even know why I lost my. Place I don't know. You know, I I, uh, I will say though. I mean, as much as I like watching things blow up, and I like watching stuff get blown up, real blowed up, real good. I don't want to be the guy responsible for it, and I'm not so sure I want to be the guy cleaning it up. Yeah, is that wrong? Yeah, I don't want to be that. Does that show a lack of responsibility on my part for everything? Yes. Yeah, okay. you don't want to be responsible for anything. A Springfield man was arrested. Actually, I really don't. A Springfield man was arrested Thursday after a shots fired incident that allegedly targeted a woman for the second time in the last three weeks. According to Ryan Walsh, crews were called to Greenwich Street around 2 a.m. Thursday after a shot spotter activation. When officers arrived, they found a vehicle damaged from gunfire and other ballistic evidence. 
A victim was also found, a woman who uh, the officers recognized from being shot at on October 23rd. Following the previous incident, police had arrested 30-year-old Ernesto Lopez of Springfield for firearms charges, but a gun was never located. While investigating Thursday's incident, police saw a vehicle known to be connected to Lopez in the area and observed the car parked on Prospect Street. Lopez exited the vehicle that was still on, and uh, officers then detained him. Police found a matching shell casing in the vehicle from the shots fired incident and also found a firearm in the center console. Police seized uh, cocaine, crack cocaine, and an additional firearm magazine inside the vehicle. He's been charged with a slew of charges. Wall said Lopez has a previous conviction of cocaine trafficking, drug distribution, and firearm possession. He also has an open case for the October incident where he was released on a $10,000 bail. Following a dangerous hearing on thir- dangerousness hearing uh, yesterday, Lopez will be held without the right to bail for at least 90 days. Okay, well, because I was going to ask if there's a restraining order on this guy and you know why he was bailed out, but okay, so there was a, a dangerousness hearing. Okay, well, they and, didn't, a, and a, a hold for 90 days. Listen, I can see the thing where he didn't; they couldn't find a gun the first time. Yep. So if you don't have the gun, you can't hold somebody on high bail for for something like that. If you don't have any evidence that that's the person that did it, the bail, again, is just to bring somebody back to court to make sure they show up. Mm -hmm. However, the previous conviction of cocaine trafficking and drug distribution, when was that? See, this is kind of what I'm getting at. It's like, you know, I... We've had this discussion over and over again about bail in the state of Massachusetts. And if you want to keep it the way it is, then it would seem to me the dangerousness hearings should be like a standard protocol on a lot of these situations yeah. as opposed to let a guy out who could cause more harm and damage. I got to tell you, uh, if you're being held for 90 days because of your level of dangerousness, I'm not so sure that you're going to cool down after 90 days. That's yeah, like caged heat. It's like, uh, okay, I have 84 more days to go before I can continue to settle my score. Yeah, 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 yeah. 83, you're, yeah. you're marking it on the wall with the little sticks. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just, I'm sorry. If a guy is dangerous and he's been proven to not have learned his lesson a half dozen times, he's going to get out of that 90 days later, and he's still going to be dangerous to somebody. I just, you know, to me, this, I understand the process is in place for whatever reason, but it doesn't seem to necessarily address the bigger problem and that this guy is a danger to people. So dangerous. So dangerous. He's a dangerous he type. The uh, Springfield police are asking for the public's help in identifying three suspects that allegedly stole from Lowe's. Several photos were posted on the department's Facebook page that indicated two larcenies were committed at Lowe's on June 17th and November 7th. The Springfield police say electrical and copper wires were stolen on both days. If you have any information or can identify the uh, individuals, you're asked to call the Springfield Police Detective Bureau or anonymously text the tip with the word solve and your message to 274637, which is the very number for Lowe's customer service when you call the number. Uh, Yeah, please hold. It's the same extension, 274637. (laughs) Is this text the tip? No, no, no. This is uh, flooring. (laughs) I was uh, was trying to get to... uh was trying to get to the uh the what is it called the loss prevention center yeah of, uh, of lowe's oh, i'm sorry uh please hold i'm, I'm looking at the then you, uh, then you wind up getting plumbing right i'm, I'm looking at the uh did i ever tell you the the time that uh, we <laughs> i worked for another radio station here you did i did 
and uh, here in town. And it was one number off from the number of Home Depot in West Springfield. <laughs> yes. And uh, we used to mess with people because they would dial the number and then thinking that they're calling Home Depot. And then uh, another guy that used to work here uh, yeah. as your producer, I think, or an intern. Uh, maybe? An intern, yes. An intern. Uh, he showed me how to mess with these people when they call. And we would do these phone, people, guy would call it. I wish I had the audio to this because it got lost in the, the you know, the uh, the annals of history. Right. You know, it was never going to, never going to uh, pop its, uh, pop up Especially again. from the two annals that were working at that radio <laughs> that's station right. at the time. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, so people would call in, this one guy called in and he was looking for shingles. He wanted shingles. Okay. He's like, yeah, I'm. Uh, is this Home Depot? I'm. I'm looking for shingles. And then we would be like, uh, Yeah, let me let me put you through to roofing, right? So we'd we'd put this fake music on. It was usually like the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme or something like that. And then we we'd pretend to pick up the phone on the other end, like, Yeah, roofing. This is Lou. Who's this? You know. And then the guy would like explain. It. And he's like, well, You got any shingles? Uh, you know, for a shed. I'm looking for shingles for a shed. I'm like, we got all kinds of shingles. We got uh, roof shingles, building shingles, S on a shingle, and all, all anything you want. And this guy was like, no, no, no. I'm looking for ones that particularly go on a shed. And I just keep messing with this guy and not answering his question. And then he gets really upset. And he's like, I want to speak to a manager. And I'm like, well, I will put you on hold. And then we put him back through and be like, hi, this is Jane with Kitchens and Home Depot. You know, putting them to all the different departments. And then finally, he's like, I want to speak to a manager. And we're like, fine. We put him back on. It's, hey, it's uh, roofing. This is Lou again. You know? <laughs> and, you can, and you can hear the, the audible. And then he like hangs up the phone. When, when, when people used to actually hang up a phone, you could hear the click on the other end. <laughs> As opposed to yeah. you know, hitting a button on their cell phone. Yeah. And uh, I ever wonder what happened to that guy. I wonder if he ever got his roof shingles. I, I, yeah, he got him from. Yeah. He stole him from Lowe's. It, w- it was. Yeah, he probably did. Showed it getting low, 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 low. <laughs> but it's always fun to mess with people, isn't it? It is so much fun. And you know what? Uh, I only wish that other guy was as funny here as he was over there. Well, that's the thing. Like he had a hit. That guy's got comedy chops. Oh, I know he's got comedy chops. But because uh, but but I only learned about the comedy chops after he left interning for the back well, for our show. I I look at it this way. I mean, that's a guy that wanted to be like in management. He wanted to be in management from the day he started this godforsaken yes. business. And it's much like the remember that cop I told you we went to the Kid Rock concert with. Yes. And I'm like, all right, cop. All right, let's uh let's do 90 miles an hour down the Mass Pike. He's doing 66, like, you know. Please. Yeah, and he's not flashing the badge. I'm like, I thought that was the whole point of having the badge, where you can flash the badge and get through, you know, different traffic scenarios and stuff like that. No, he wouldn't do it. And then you find out, you know, they eventually they want to, you know, expand their career and move on to another level. And if you have any kind of thing on your record like that, like you were driving like a douchebag, then 90 miles an hour down the mass. Then you don't get that promotion. You don't get that promotion and it looks bad for the rest of the department. So there are people who who don't want to, you know, ruin their career by doing that. That's exactly what he was doing. This guy was the dirtiest person behind closed doors. (laughs) Yet if you if you meet him face to face, he's like the most professional, oh, like very friendly, very yeah. friendly guy, oh, yeah. and uh, you know that's that's the way we got to do things oh, around my here, God. I guess. Um, let's see, uh, a national baby formula theft ring. 
Did you even know there was such a thing? Well, do you remember when uh, when baby formula was hard to get? Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden, people start hoarding it and stealing it because it's so expensive and difficult to find. Well, for most of the past six months, baby formula has been very difficult to find in most of the country, but apparently some people have been able to track it down. Three Romanian women were recently arrested in northern Utah in connection with what police say is a nationwide baby formula theft ring. Wow. Nationwide. So there's people selling a baby formula out of the back of a van somewhere? Yeah, or meat out of the back of a truck. I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> they stole baby formula from Target locations in multiple states, and in one case, an employee caught them filling a, quote, large plastic tote with over $2,000 worth of baby formula. Overall, they've stolen more than $23,000 worth of formula. It's unclear if uh, that's what just these women uh, did or the whole crime ring did. The women have been charged with felony retail theft and contributing to the delinquency of a minor because they had a 15-year-old girl with them. It's unclear what they were doing with the formula, whether they were capitalizing on the shortage by selling it themselves or if it was a bigger operation in the U.S. or internationally. It's also unclear how they were able to find so much since most stores have been in very short supply and most of the available products are being kept at the front counter or in locked cabinets. Interesting. Yeah, baby formula is locked up on pretty much everywhere. Yeah, because people would steal it. It's ridiculously expensive. You know, and you know, if a kid can't uh, can't stomach like breast milk and, and formula is the only thing they can they can digest. Yeah, you got no choice but to spend the money on it. I always uh, notice it uh, depends on and baby formula is a thing that's locked up anywhere, pretty yeah. much. It's always like you always know uh, how bad the area you're in by what is locked up behind a case. Yeah, like I would like to know why they lock up like Axe body spray at a CVS. Well, because it's a very uh, you know popular item to steal. Yeah, but but it makes you smell like a douchebag. Well, don't you kind of have to be a douchebag to steal a can of Axe body spray? I, I know. That's, I mean, it's it, it was. <laughs> I mean, it really is a product meant for the person who really wants it well, that badly. Yeah, but it, it's usually reflective on what happened in the neighborhood. Yes. Well, you know, I don't know. Kids were huffing. There was an auto parts store that kids were huffing. It was like this big thing about kids were huffing and, and, uh, and the, uh, the paint. Like, paint, sp- like spray paint. The car spray paint stuff was all locked up in a thing, and you had to go ask the guy to get a key to get you a bottle of it. Yeah. Crazy times, man. Just Crazy just, times. How come they don't lock up the donuts around here? They should. <laughs> See the way we ripped through it yesterday? That's what I'm saying. And then the lady was looking for the donut. <laughs> well, we, we saved them, too. Well, you come down. Here's the here's what happened. Yesterday, there was a box of Entenmann's donuts. By the way, is that... Uh, is that a castle in England? No, it's the end of the uh, display case. <laughs> the, at the end of the aisle. Um, there was a box of Entenmann donuts upstairs. You tell me about this, and I'm like, oh, I'll go get them. And I brought them down here. You and I had a couple of donuts, and then uh, all of a sudden, I get this email: "Hey, where's the box of donuts that was in the break room?" I'm like, "We have it. <laughs> it found its way down here. There's one left. You can have it." So I brought it back upstairs, and they they enjoyed. Splitting that donut among the ten of them. Well, if 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 I arrive in the morning and there's a box of donuts here, I have yeah. to assume these are not only day olds, but they were brought in like the afternoon before. Yes, but were those donuts there all morning long, or only at the time that you went up to go to the bathroom during the show? No, they were. I mean, I I they were there early in the morning. All right, so they were there when you first got here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So they had already been here from the day before. Oh, exactly. So what's the big deal? I don't know. I don't know. You don't leave something like that out and not expect the minions to eat it. 
Listen, there's a bunch of vultures in this building. You leave food out, you know they're they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be you know swarming over those things for hours. Now you leave baby formula out upstairs. Whew. Yeah, that'll go pretty quick. I'm too. going. I'm gonna be snorting that up in the old <laughs> the old nostril. You're damn right. <laughs> You're a Pioneer Valley forecast it's like Scarface. Oh yeah. Say hello to my little friend. No, really, he's a little baby. Look at him. He enjoys this baby formula. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be rainy with a high of 69. Giggity tomorrow, more of the same. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 654. And Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Ugh, we got something stuck in my throat there. What the hell's that all about? I don't know. Uh, tomorrow, then Bright Nights Ball. Yes, we're we got be that. Going to that. Well, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna be balling tomorrow. You know what? I uh, I can no longer do what put in fake names in the mass live Republican because apparently I've caused so much of a stir that uh, they've all been told to be on the lookout for me. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, because, uh, I sometimes give names that, uh, don't match up with what my real name is. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I understand that, but Dick, yeah. Dick Gazinia was a great, uh, was a great stage name. Uh, Dick Gazinia, Barry McOchner. That was, that a, good was one. a good one. That was and, a good one. Uh, what was, there was another one I did uh, too. Uh, Dick Nagel, I think was the Dick first Nagel one. That was, was that was it, like yeah. you're dipping your toe in yeah, the pool yeah, to yeah, see how shallow it was. Right. And, uh, and because the, that guy, that guy said, uh, wait. Because I said, I said Dick, I was going to try to say Dick Gozinia yeah. was, was my name. And then the guy goes, wait a minute, you're Nagel, right? And I go, yeah. Well, he thought my name was Dick Nagel. That's why he wrote Dick Nagel on the caption. <laughs> yeah, so. so now they've all been told, they've all gotten the warning? Yeah, well, I, uh, I talked to the guy in charge there not too long ago. Oh, and uh, he was like, yeah, you know what? Oh, because last year I had one. It was uh, it was Dick. It was Barry McOchner was the one that I had. <laughs> and uh, he said, had you not put that on Facebook of the screenshot, yeah, you would have gotten away with it because then and only then was I alerted to it and then had to go back in and change it and remove it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's too bad. See, to me, uh, that is uh, really the best part about going to the Bright Nights Ball. It's like, you know, what name are you going to give the uh, the masked live photographer? Um, it's that, the only reason I'm going. Yeah, but they're not going to do it now. It's too bad. That's, uh, yeah, that's when it, it always sucks when the fun is over. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow night is the, uh, the Bright Nights Ball. I picked up my tux yesterday. Yeah. Fits like a glove. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna look uh, pretty smart in that thing. I can tell you that. I got. Uh, I got that. Uh, I got. I got my stuff too. I had to pick up my pants because mm-hmm. my pants had to be taken. Did up. you drop your pants though while you were there? Oh, I dropped my pants off there last week. I dropped my pants right there in front of everybody. Sure. And then I picked them up yesterday. But I could uh, going back to the name thing. I could be. Um, I could be Curly. Curly. Yeah. Curly Pubes. <laughs> what do you think? Hey, it's Curly. Hey, you start calling me Curly tomorrow. Hey, Curly, how you doing? You know? <laughs> okay. It's Curly Pubes. All Here right. he goes. <laughs> All right, Curly. Uh, let's see. Uh, Enorma. Enorma? Enorma Skank. Okay. Yeah, right? Yep. Uh, well, I can't read that one. I can't read that one, and I can't read that one. Lou? Lou? Lou Stools. Oh. <laughs> you like that one? 
I like that better than curly poop hats. How about uh, Peter? You Peter used enough. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, I'll I'll figure out something. Yeah, that. I kind of like loose stools. <laughs> yeah, loose stools. Hey, it's loose stools. It kind of sounds like Lou Reed. Hey, what, what table you at, Lou? Uh, 69. I think if your name is Lou Stools, you're sitting alone. Uh, Wang Fat. I could, I don't, I'm not really have the Asian name to go No, you that. don't. Uh, no. Max E Pad. I like that That's one. That's good. Uh, oh, I can't read that one either. Uh, Kareem. Kareem. Kareem M Pants. <laughs> How about uh, Jack Oliver Body? That's a good one, yeah, too. That's yeah, a good one. Hey, that's yeah, good. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, right. It's 658 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. No, Bax and Icy Wieners. That's my name. Yeah. <laughs> on Rock 102. This Thanksgiving Eve. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, let's suspend our disbelief here for just a moment and pretend, hypothetically, that I'm an insufferable jerk. And let's say my terrible behavior and horrible attitude have cost me my credibility and good standing amongst my peers. And in doing so, my bosses and our parent company were suddenly thrust into a damaging lawsuit with an attorney general. At that point, how well do you think my employer would have my back in a situation such as this? Let me answer that question for you. They wouldn't. Yesterday, the Attorney General for Washington, D.C. filed a civil lawsuit against the NFL, Roger Goodell, and Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, for collusion. Specifically, the AG is arguing that the NFL, the commissioner, and the commanders intentionally misled and deceived fans and district residents about the investigation that the league conducted about Dan Snyder's workplace culture, his financial malfeasance, and the apparent sexual improprieties uh, that have been alleged over the course of many years. According to Attorney General Carl Racine, quote, you can't lie to D.C. residents to protect your image and profits and get away with it no matter who you are, even if you're the National Football League. Now, while Racine would not say what he's seeking in damages, he did cite that D.C. law entitles him to seek as much as $5,000 per lie. Folks, the team is only worth $5.6 billion. At $5,000 a lie, the attorney general will be able to buy three NFL franchises and still have enough money to buy a fishing boat. Look, we all know that Dan Snyder is a low-life scumbag, and we also know he's been looking into selling the team off. But the NFL is still very much in business, and if I were Roger Goodell, I would toss that miserable dirtbag under the bus faster than you could say Joe Theismann or Jack Kent Cook. He's caused nothing but trouble in the NFL, and now it's finally time for that dude to stop. Because at $5,000 a lie, you might not have any other choice. But hey, and if my yappin' sports brought to you by Rock 102, <laughs> Rocky's Ace Hardware, and Rock 102 for that matter. When does grilling season end? Never. Get a grill that you love at Rocky's with the grill year-round. A Weber gas grill, a Traeger wood fire grill, a big green egg. What's your style? They got what you need, and all the gear, too, at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 712 and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, you know what? I'm just looking at my uh, my Duncan Rewards app. Yeah. I got a thousand points on this thing. Really? Yeah. I could buy all kinds of uh, goodies with that. You could almost buy your own franchise for that uh, for those kinds of points. I, and I've reached boosted status. Boosted? Which means they give you like uh, 10% more points when you order something. Ooh, even better. Yeah. Wow. How about that? How about that? See? Things are things are really looking up for me. <laughs> they really I mean, looking up. Man, a, a, a promotion, a yeah. new girlfriend. Yeah. A, a boosted, boosted Dunkin' Donut <laughs> points. You're right. Yeah, see, things are going all right. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, open Live I know it's Veterans Day, but get your ass out of bed and start calling. 293-1021. Keep your filth and your hate speech to yourself. And if you got battery problems, today's your day. Yeah, you got battery questions. We can uh, we can answer all kinds of different uh, things yeah. for you. 293-1021 with your great battery stories. You know, uh, well, we've all got them. While we're waiting for a call, I found this joke online. Yeah. It was... Uh, did you know that Henry VIII was the first Jedi? No, I had no idea. He was the master of divorce. Right? May divorce be with you. So I uh, I added a comment to this joke to kind of pump it up a little bit. And I said, Luke, I'll see you every other weekend and I get you for Thanksgiving and mom gets you for <laughs> Christmas this year. Remember, he's just your mom's boyfriend. I am your father. All right, didn't like that one. I like it. Mm. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Matt. Hey, Matt, what do you say? Uh, well, I just want to say I'm working today, which I don't think is nice. Well, I think we should all have this day off. What do you do for work? Uh, construction, hardscape construction. We're putting patios in. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, things got to be built. Can't take a day off or something like that. You want to come put a patio in at my house? Yeah, I'll... Free of charge. Oh, free of charge. Look does, at this. Does that count labor or materials? Uh, yes. Oh, the only thing that I would request yeah. is a nice, a nice time to relax with you. You guys are one of my favorite morning shows. I listen to you guys every morning. You guys actually get me up to go to work. So wow, anything for you two. Yeah, you know what? Come over to my house and uh, hang out with me and my two kids, and we'll see how much relaxing you get done. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, thanks. <laughs> right, two nine three one zero two one. The phones are wide open. Yeah, it's a it's a slow day. I think, uh, like you said, a lot of people. Oh, well, here's another call. There we go. Now we're now we're cooking. Okay, Rock one zero two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. My name is Jesse. Hey, Jesse. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Very good. good. What's on your mind? I was just calling to let you all know that today is Veterans Day. If you want to let all your um, you, uh, listeners know that all Great Clips do free haircuts for veterans on Veterans Day. Oh, I didn't know that. Great Clips do free uh, haircuts for veterans on Veterans Day. You just got to yeah. bring your you got to bring your what, what they, you got to bring your card, right? Your uh, you your can have ID. your card, or your sometimes people have it on their driver's license. They'll say that or DD two fourteen or wow. anything like that. That's a you know what? That's a that's a great deal. Yeah, I'm sure there are many yeah. veterans who could use a use a good trim. Another thing that's really nice today is that anybody who gets a haircut today that is not a veteran gets a card that they can give to a veteran that's good for a free haircut. 
Now, I'm going to take a wild guess here. Do you work for Great Clips? <laughs> I do work for oh, Great Clips. Oh, I know that. I also have my oldest daughter's in the Air Force. My son is in the Army, ah. and I was a military wife for years. Oh, okay. Well, well, there well you go. awesome. Well, thank you uh, for your entire family for their service, and thank you for the haircut. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a great day. You, you too. You bet. Thanks. We have no problem with, uh, no. with shameful self-promotion. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Vex Nagel. Hey, Hawkman. Hawk the Hawkman on the line. What's up, buddy? Oh, I'm buzzing around with my two six-volt batteries and my electric wheelchair, buddy. Oh, you got Ooh. two six-volts. Oh, man, this baby flies down the rail trail. <laughs> yeah, I bet. All over. Now, is one I six... Is one six volt for uh, the navigation system, and then the other six volt is to actually power the, the the wheelchair? The first one's for the computer, and the second six volts for a turbo, man. Yeah, turbo, turbo, man. That's what it, what, badass. What, what does that put you up to? Three miles an hour? Twenty miles an hour, buddy. You got twenty miles an hour on that thing? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, Steve. Hold what? on. What? City hey, or highway? Oh, Hawkman, answer me this. City or highway? Both. Oh, both city and highway. That kicks ass, man. That kicks ass. All right. I pull an OJ Simpson on my wheelchair, you know. Oh, yeah. But the white Bronco. He had to dress it up like a white Bronco. You should have done that for Halloween. Hey, guys, I just want to tell you something. Yeah. Before I passed away, I want to break the Guinness Book of World Records for the world's fastest wheelchair. Okay. All right. Well, when you're uh, ready to soup that thing up, what, you let us know. What Do you know what the record currently is? The record is 64 miles an hour. I'm looking to smash it and go 80. Ooh, 80. We want to be around for that one. Yeah. Yeah, just right, just, just be careful. You don't want to crash into anything yeah, and we, paralyze yourself. Yeah, you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> Well, what's the worst thing that can happen? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, Hawkman. Right. Those are called battery chat. All right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Rock 102. <laughs> now, first of all, be, hold on a second. Be, before we get to the caller here, for all of you who were offended by that conversation, yeah. understand that he's our friend, and we can almost get away with that. That's okay. Right. Rock almost. 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Dylan from where? Hey, um, I just want to say that I'm working on Veterans Day as well, and I'm chalking it up to the fact that my boss has relatives that were uh, once Nazis. Really? Are you sure about that? Yes, I am positive. So, you, wait, you don't have the day off? I, I don't do not have the day off, and I'm no. I'm chalking it up to uh, his Nazi ancestry. I, I, I don't know anything about the Nazism, but I can tell you this: I'm glad you're working. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad yeah. you're you're working for veterans. That's that's what I'm going to uh, impose upon you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, no problem. All right, thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Rock one hundred and two. Uh, right. There you go. Uh, Rock 102, good morning, who's this? This is Lieutenant Dick Fitzwell. Oh, Lieutenant Dick <laughs> Fitzwell. Uh, happy Veterans Day, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh. I would like to just say happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Are you, are you standing at attention now? I am standing at attention 24-7, sir. You know, you can get a free haircut over at Great Clips today. <laughs> uh, I'm already bald down there, sir. Uh, oh, all right. All right. Oh, fantastic. All right. Well, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. 
Thank you, sir. All right, 293-1021. The uh, lines are wide open. Thank you so much for sacrificing your life for this country. Here's a free haircut. (laughs) (laughs) I always find those. I I understand, like, you know, it, it is... It's a good thing that a lot of these businesses offer up these these discounts and right. stuff. But it like to me it's always like, okay, well, you know, the country as a whole, like the government, doesn't really take care of our veterans when yeah. they come back. I, and I it's mean, like not for nothing, but if you were storming the beaches of Normandy, I'm yeah. sure you didn't do it for the free haircut. Yeah, right. Well, hey, who knows? Yeah, well, you never I know. was waiting for that Macy's weekend day sale. <laughs> Rock one oh two, good morning. Who's this? Hey, how you doing? This is Mike from Enfield. What's how up, you doing, Mike? Mike? Hey, not too bad. Um, I was calling. I had an idea for a commercial for you guys, for the Battery Boys. Yes. Sure, go ahead. Finally, a battery question, other than Hawkman's. Yeah. Um, hey, um, uh, have you ever seen the movie True Lies? Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, so there's a part when the terrorist steals the bombs. Um, he's having another terrorist uh, videotape him so he can send his uh, you know, uh, threats in, and the batteries die on the camcorder. And I'm not sure exactly what happens to the guy if he gets shot or not. But that could totally be useful for a commercial for you guys. You could totally incorporate it that into something. You bring up a very, very good point. You know, who who doesn't want to commit an act of terrorism and not have it videotaped because the battery died? You're right. Yeah, and you don't exactly. You need to get your message across, whether it be good or bad. There you go. I you know I like the way you're thinking. You are scratching me where I itch. <laughs> not exactly why I called, but glad to hear. Uh, <laughs> why did you call? Why did you call? A, ba- a little battery chit chat. Yeah, I know, but I thought he was he had, like he had something else. To say. Oh no, no, I think he's. I think. I, oh you, no, no, that was it, man. Just, I just had that idea for the commercial. That was it. Oh, look at you. We're hiring, hiring you in our marketing department. <laughs> awesome, man. I would glad. I would glad to be a part of it. All, All right, right. Thanks very for good. Terrific. There you go. All right, one more call here. We'll see how things go. Rock mm-hmm. one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, my name is Sean. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind? Uh, not too much. I just want to say thank you for you know, the morning show. I love it. And uh, happy Veterans Day to everybody, including myself. Well, there, right, you, go. Well, there you go. There you go. Thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know why we keep saying talking at the same time, but I thank know. you for your service. Because <laughs> we both feel the <laughs> yeah. same way. All right, take one more. Right, one gotta, more? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Rodney Ignatowski. How are you? All right, good. Go what's going on? I'm looking for some roof shingles, man. You got any over there? Yeah, I got some roof shingles for you, pal. I guess I got. You've had me on hold for 20 years now. My roof is leaking. Yeah, see, I, I wish I could find. I wish I could really find that guy. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. Have you too, right, bud. Thank you. All right. Okay. One more? Yeah, sure. Why not? What the heck? Why do uh, they always ring more at the end? I don't know. Because I'm just figuring it out now. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Yes. Uh, yeah. Rock 102. Who's this? Hey, this is Jim in Palmer. What's hey, up, Jim? Jim. I just want to wish my Uncle Dave a happy Veterans Day. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yeah, he was, uh, he, back in World War II, he was a seaman. Uh, now he just puts it all over my aunt's behind. Okay. <laughs> okay very right. good. All right. So what you're saying is he's a rear admiral. There. Is what <laughs> <laughs> say, you know, that's how you save something like that's that. That's right. That's how you ruin it or save it. I don't know which one you want to do. You sink or swim one way or the other. Oh, that was a... Uh, Mildly successful That's open okay. line Friday. That's all right. Nothing. Uh, it's a holiday. What were our expectations anyway? No, there's not really that much expectation whether it was a holiday or not. Seven twenty-four with Bax and Nagel at Rock One Hundred Two. 
It's 726 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Just had a call from a guy. I did, uh, did, was sad that I had to hang up on him so abruptly. But yeah, uh, yeah. talking about the daylight savings time thing we yes. were complaining about earlier this year. He said that if you abolish daylight savings time, this would be the time. But I thought they were talking, you know, that when it springs ahead in in April or March or whatever, yeah, then that would be the time that they would stick with. And they would never fall back ever again. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, this is this is why it's too complicated for me because I, I, I can't figure out whether this is the right time or that was the right time or what. To, I, I can barely tell time. The nighttime is the right time. Right. Hey, uh, Open Pantry is looking for volunteers to help out on Wednesday, November twenty third, after the Mayflower Marathon. After we've raised all the food, put it on the trucks. What they're looking for is to have people help them take it off the trucks and onto their shelves. Volunteers meet at the Emergency Food Pantry, 2460 Main Street in Springfield, from 10 a.m. until noon. It's only a two-hour commitment. Many hands make fast work. And if you are interested in helping out the Open Pantry, this is really a great way to do it. Call Nicole at 508-857-9372. That number again is 508-857-9372. We sometimes forget about all the work that it takes to get all that food off of the trucks after we've uh, we've raised yeah. it all. So uh, if you're looking to volunteer or you have a group of people that may be uh, willing to help, that's the way to do it. So please uh, volunteer your time and help the Springfield Open Pantry. I got another name for you. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Mike Rochburns. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That, that <laughs> yeah. seems to be, uh, that would be something. Uh, that would there. be good. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Herp. Herpentes. Uh huh. Yep. Philip. Philip. Philip Herpentes. <laughs> yes. We could go on you and could. on and you're, on. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Uh. Okay. Well. Well. There's. I, I wish I could read most of these, but I can't because they just sound. It's so not even dirty. about whether you can read them. It's. 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 Can you present yourself to a mass live photographer using any of these names? Uh. How about uh Miss Rect Miss Stacy Rect. <laughs> Yeah. See, yeah. I don't see why you couldn't uh, you couldn't uh, go with that name for just one night. Uh, yeah. Why not? Uh, Miss Fingerdo, Wilma Fingerdo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> we I'm have done. news next to Rock 102. Join Business West on December 8th at the Sheraton Spring. 7:32. We're back to Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. The Springfield police are asking for the public's help in identifying three suspects that allegedly stole from Lowe's. I can help you with that. It's that guy and those yeah. two others. Well, but do you know them? Not intimately, no. But well, that's uh, what they're looking. If you're looking to identify them, I could probably do it from you know. A distance. Several photos were posted on the department's Facebook page that indicated two larcenies were committed at Lowe's on June 17th and November 7th. The Springfield police say electrical and copper wires were stolen on both days. If you have any information or can identify the individuals, you're asked to call the Springfield Detective Bureau or text a tip anonymously. And I'm looking through the uh, the photos. This guy, one guy's looking like, hmm, I wonder if anybody can see me over here. Hmm. I'll just be taking this giant wire reel. <laughs> you know, there's really no way to do that inconspicuously. Like, take out, like, a big spool of copper wire. Yeah. It's like you, you can't hide it under your shirt. You can't hide it in your pants or a pocket. No. You got to roll it out the door. 
You, you would think to- that somebody would stop you at the door with a big giant roll of copper wire. You got the apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. The whole store was looking at her. She stole the rope. She stole the wire. Everybody getting lows, 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 lows. I like that song. Yeah, it's a good one. A lot. It's a good one. Uh, a Springfield man was arrested Thursday after a shots fired incident that allegedly targeted a woman for the second time in the last three weeks. According to Ryan Walsh, crews were called to Greenwich Street around 2 a.m. Thursday after a shot spotter activation. When officers arrived, they found a vehicle damaged from gunfire and other ballistic evidence. A victim was also found, a woman who the officers recognized from being shot at on October 23rd. Following the previous incident, police had arrested 30-year-old Ernesto Lopez of Springfield for firearms charges, but a gun was never located. While investigating Thursday's incident, police saw a vehicle known to be connected to Lopez in the area and observed the car park on, parked on Prospect Street. Lopez exited the vehicle that was still running, and officers then detained him. Police found a matching shell casing in the vehicle from the shots fired incident and also found a firearm in the center <clears throat> console. Police also seized crack cocaine, cocaine, and additional uh, firearm magazine inside the vehicle. Lopez is being charged with a slew of charges. Walsh said uh, Lopez has a previous conviction of cocaine trafficking, drug distribution, mm. and firearm possession. But I don't know how old that conviction is. No, but I'm going to guess that uh, he may still be dangerous to somebody when he gets out 90 days from now. Uh, you never know. You know, people tend to change. Yeah, no. Not really. Dangerous people are, you know, have a tendency to be dangerous for a good long period of time. Ask the most dangerous of us. The most dangerous? Yeah. Most dangerous? Ask, so yeah. dangerous. Ask somebody who's dangerous, and I'm pretty sure they're just going to continue to cause problems. I'm not dangerous at all. What was that? Yeah, there was somebody walking through the door. Was it uh, somebody we know? Yes. Who was it? Uh, a guy who shouldn't have walked through the door while the uh, box what, what is... What, and he runs away. I like how he scurried up the <laughs> stairs like he just did something bad. Ooh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, between that other gal upstairs and uh, this guy that just came in here, it's like, <clears throat> do you not see that light that says on the air? Well, I'm not uh, you really into. I, I, my focus is so uh, is so like laser focused that it's almost impossible for me to be distracted by. Some random person just walking into the room. Look, feeling back, like see, I, keys. Ooh, keys. Look at that. Look keys, at that. Look at that. Look at that. Over here. Yeah, I, I don't understand if you don't if you if you see two guys with headphones on talking into microphones and mm-hmm. you see a big red light outside that says on air. <laughs> that is not the time to walk in the studio. No, it's usually a pretty good indication that there's radio going on. <clears throat> Nearly uh, 1,000 firefighters are unsure about their futures after the upcoming lieutenant and captain service promotional exam that was canceled until further notice. Officials said the cancellation is due to certain controversial questions on a police exam between 2007 and 2008 and reassure the cancellations will not impact emergency responses. Across the state, over 900 firefighters were preparing for a promotional exam on November 19th. It would have given them the eligibility to move up the rankings into lieutenant or captain spot in mass fire departments. There's a lot of materials you need to study, and it's costly for the books and the materials over $1,000, and quite often candidates for their promotion study thousands of thousands of hours. They give up their time on their own to study, for, and many of them, uh, for the past year, said Rich McKinnon, president of the Professional Firefighters of Massachusetts. On Wednesday, firefighters across the state found out the exam will be canceled until further notice due to an investigation, uh, like I said, between 2000 and two, 2007 and 2008. Hmm. It's been claimed some questions on the exam were discriminatory. A judge also found questions to be discriminatory. 
You know, it would be really helpful if you included those questions in the story that you're doing. Yeah, but I'm not so sure that they release those to anybody. Like, uh, like they wouldn't want they wouldn't want to prove one way or another uh, that those, those the questions are are inflammatory. Is it like, uh, all right, your ex wife's house is on fire? Yes. Do you go or do you? Take the long way around to her house to get the fire truck there. You know that, that that's the uh, yeah. question that they that they ask. I, well, I I don't I don't know if that's one of the questions. But if it's you know inflammatory, if it's you know like culturally or racially insensitive, the questions they're asking, or you know for whatever reason, uh, I mean you need to kind of, <clears throat> I suppose you kind of have to level the playing field a bit. Uh, it may not that may be fair or unfair, but uh, you know they do that with other other testing I in the know. world. I, I'd like to see some of the questions that were called into uh, question. I would like to see it too. Uh, the Rhode Island Attorney General's office filed a notice of bail violation yesterday for Holyoke City Councilor Wilma Puerto Puelo Mota, who was uh, privileged to charge with possession of child pornography. According to a release from the Attorney General's office, the uh, notice was filed after an investigation confirmed that Wilmer had attended an event with juveniles in Holyoke last month. <coughs> During the hearing Thursday, the court allowed Wilmer. I'm getting, my voice is scratching every time I do. Well, because it hurts. It hurts to listen to. To admit that he had violated a condition of his bail by having contact with juveniles and then turn to the issue of appropriate sentence for the bail uh, violation. This was a uh, Halloween party he showed up at, right? Yeah, you know what? Uh, Maybe if you're on that uh, that whole bail restriction thing, you shouldn't be showing up at the events like that. Yeah, that's... This is is why I believe this person needs to resign. Because here you are, you're supposed to be an active member of the community, you have restrictions on where you can go and what you can do, Mm -hmm. and if those restrictions are preventing you from doing your job com- for community service-wise because you can't be around children, you might want to think about not being a Holyoke City Councilor. Except there's a certain level of arrogance that prevents him from wanting to do that. I agree with you. He shouldn't have been at a Halloween party anywhere. Based upon you know what's uh, looming over his uh, over his uh, head right now, but you know, how do you how do you avoid that as a city councilor, yeah. whether you know Holyoke or Springfield or Chicopee or whatever it may be, you know you're at uh, you know the op- you know, grand openings of, uh, of local businesses, mm-hmm. you're going through schools, you're going through yeah. all, you know all kinds of things that you are there to represent. It's to me, I don't know how you do your job with what you're being accused of. And then, you know, Western Mass News catches up with him, and they ask him, you know, why'd you do this? You know, why did you violate the bail thing? And he says, well, oh, I'm doing my Fred Flintstone voice. Well, I personally didn't know there was a no contact order, and the reason I'm irritated is because none of our paperwork says that. Hey, Fred, what's wrong with going to a Halloween party? Well, so the judge looked at it, and he agreed with us, and the... <laughs> the AG office wanted to give us 60 days. The judge disagreed. He was very fair. And the next time we put it on the street like he's supposed to. Now put the cat outside. What a dunderhead move that was, yeah. Mota. You know, the idea that you didn't know 
You know, I mean, if I'm on trial for something and being accused of something, mm-hmm. or, or you know, not on trial yet, but eventually you will be. If I'm being accused of something that severe, wouldn't you read all of the stipulations, the, the things you can and can't do? Well, I would. And I would wouldn't think you're a lawyer. I would. I, I, that's yeah. what I was going to get at. Yeah. I would think your lawyer would give you a list of things. Hey, here's some suggested things of not of what you don't want to do. Going to a Halloween party that time of year was probably be like number two or three on the list. I just, uh, I don't, I don't buy that whole ignorance thing. No, I don't. That, uh, that I that I didn't know that that's what the stipulation was. It's a Halloween party. You're not supposed to be near kids. Did you not think that one would that the party might have a kid or two around there? I don't know. I, I mean, don't. you're being accused of being a creep. Seems to me that's not the place for you. Uh, we're entering the holiday season where people spend a lot more time with extended family members. It isn't all bad, though. There's good aspects to this time of year as well, right? Aren't there? There's, uh, there's a new... Well, you got to take the good with the bad, Steve. There's a, there's a, new, uh, there's a new survey out. Survey said. Uh, that uh, on the awkward moments that happen when you're around more family, here's a few stats from that. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, one in three people admit to forcing a smile to pretend to enjoy a relative's cooking. Oh, uh, we've all done that. Uh, I don't think I've ever done that. Uh, you know, we, we used to do that. My grandmother... Uh, was I had two grandmothers. Uh, most yeah. people uh, do it at some point, uh, you know, maybe. But uh, I had two grandmothers. One could cook like you wouldn't believe, and yeah. one was awful. And you'd have to say, "Oh, this is good, grandma." Oh, I know. My God, it's like the, like the turkeys died a second time. Uh, and two and five say they have forced a smile to pretend to like a gift. I have done that before. That I've done. You have to. I mean, you don't want to insult the person. They obviously went out of their way to get you a gift, and just because you don't like it you can't, and you don't want to hurt their feelings, you say, okay, yeah. well, thank you. I appreciate this uh, useless piece of equipment that you bought. I had an aunt that uh, gave everybody uh, slippers that she had handmade, that she had, you know, um, uh, knit herself. And yeah. what she did was she would take, like, a like a Dr. Scholl's odor eater. Yeah. And then she would uh, knit uh, the, yeah, the, the, the slipper. On top of the odor eater, yeah, and we all got them one year, and we all pretended that these are the greatest things we ever ever had. I never put them on my feet. My uh, my schizophrenic grandmother who uh, had a frontal lobotomy uh, would or do- a bottle in front of me. Well, see, I'd rather have that. That's what I'd say. <laughs> um, she she was a very calm, kind woman. Mm-hmm. That, that I that's the only she died when I was like five. Right. But it was I didn't really know her that well other than she was the banana lady. She'd come over and she'd give you a banana. And uh, eventually, uh, what? what? She would just show up at your house with bananas? She she lived in this like assisted living home kind of thing. And would steal the bananas off the tray. And would steal the bananas off the tray and then bring them and distribute them to the children of the house. You had five kids in your family. Did yeah. you steal five bananas and everybody get a banana? Well, you're talking about somebody who was from the, uh, you know, that, uh, what's that era? The uh, uh, Depression era. Depression era. Yeah, That, right. uh, that obviously uh, would would repurpose things. It wasn't she wasn't stealing them. That fruit was there for everybody. She would take that and put it in her purse yeah. and bring it over to uh, to family dinners. Got a whole bunch of bananas in yeah. her purse. And then uh, things went south when she started, the, the Alzheimer's started kicking in and, uh, then we used to get rotten bananas because oh, yeah, she'd forget yeah. that they were in their purse. 
Nobody wants to eat a rotten banana. God, I miss those times. <laughs> I wish I had a relative that showed up at the house with fresh fruit. Yeah, nobody shows up at my house with fresh fruit. No, never. But never get fresh fruit. Uh, and about half of adults say they struggle to figure out what to talk about with their relatives. And some, and so some people bail early. Gen Z and millennials have the lowest threshold for extended family time, with three out of four saying they can't even last one day with their loved ones. My other grandmother used to say, fish and relatives start to stink after three days. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, most of the people in my family can carry on a good conversation, and they can let it last for a long period of time. We're never at a loss for things to say. Well, because you uh, you despise each other so much, you have the insults are just flying left and right, aren't they? No, I wouldn't say that. It's just that uh, you know we just we we don't know when to shut up. Yeah, I. Whenever we get together as a big family, it always ends poorly. There's always somebody who gets into an argument with the <laughs> with another family member. <laughs> this is one yeah. of the reasons why I kind of you know don't really want to fly all the way down to South no. Carolina next year for next Thanksgiving. Understood. Understood. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, rainy, but the rain isn't going to start until the afternoon with a high of 69 giggity. Tomorrow, more of the same. It is 50 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Go to Gary Home Hyundai now. We've transformed our dealership into a winter wonderland. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 7.53 and the Rolling Stones, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, cloudy this morning, then rain showers by this afternoon with a high of 69. Giggity, it's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. Yo, you ever miss a part of the uh, the Bax and Nagel show? Shame on you. You don't know what you're missing. But uh, apart from that, the daily podcast is always available. Mm-hmm. Go to Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or rock102.com and never miss the show again. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week, Steve Luongo, the uh, the drummer for uh, for John Entwistle for most of his solo career. Brand new uh, package is out now called uh, Rarities Oxumed. It's all John Entwistle uh, rarities, There's a lot of it, and a couple of uh, more volumes are yet to come. And I got my podcast, too. Yes, tell us about that, Nagel, Steve. Mind Your Business, where we uh, get into the minds of local business owners. Uh, this week is uh, Chris Marion who uh, used to be the drummer for Def Leppard until they uh, hired, replaced him with a guy who had one arm. Yes. Yeah. A much, uh, no, he's a photographer, and uh, you can hear all about the uh, the cool stories he, that he does. But he's more than just a photographer. I mean, yeah. He's a guy that you know that that's worked for the NBA for years, doing like uh, you know all kinds of stuff. Had a what? No, he's not more than a photographer. He is a photographer. He just he does things that other photographers don't typically do. Which is work for the yeah, NBA. But he also had a gallery show at Gasoline uh, Alley. Uh, was it last year or the year before? Other photographers have fantastic shows. No, what I'm saying is he's a really good photographer. Well, he is a, yes, he's a great photographer. A great one, yes. And, uh, but I'm just saying, you said he was more than a photographer. You know, we don't have time to argue. Well, I'm not arguing. You know, I mean, you know, we both know Chris is a wonderful guy and yeah. uh, you know, what have you. Well, whatever. Just listen right, to okay, it. Fine, listen fine, to fine. it at rock102.com. We got this to get to. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. We're on a time restraint here. We got nothing but time. Uh, let's see. Clip number one. Here's a flashback Friday from 2010. Back then, CNN had a feature where job seekers would come on the air and give a 30-second pitch <clears throat> on why someone should hire them. Okay. That's when we were going through that other, uh, you know, recession there. Uh, you know, people were out of jobs, and uh, they were trying to, you know, be CNN and say, hey, if we just put people on the air, we can <laughs> we can get them there. 
They even gave this guy extra time. It was very tough, though. Here you go. Hi. You're looking for someone who has more than just a focus on uh, technology. You're looking for someone who has... That's okay. Go for it. Tell us. Just speak to me. Like we're sitting at the dinner table. Go ahead, Richard. What do you have? What can you Uh, offer? That. uh, That's okay. Regroup for a second. No problem. Okay. Go ahead. Take it again. Okay. You're looking for someone who is more than just technology savvy. Yeah, my God. Someone who has customer focus and international experience. Yeah. A pro- a person who is a problem solver. Did they not give this guy a teleprompter? still has common sense. I'm that person. I have great. Oh God. Oh, you got you got to stop. Stop. Focus skills. It, you know, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, this guy. Yeah. Was the one they actually hired. Well, I, yeah. He works at sales in Rock 102 up here. Um. <laughs> the. Uh, the. Uh, uh, She's more annoying than him. Like, he's got the dead air, though, but yeah. it's understandable because he's a guy who's never been on national television before, <laughs> and they don't put a script in front of him. We had a hard enough time doing that Thunderbirds commercial for the Thunderbirds game. We had to keep looking down at the piece well, of paper. We had 10 seconds to, to review the, the the copy. Yeah, but I'm like, how much time did they give this guy to repair? Uh, prepare? It just doesn't seem, uh, you know. I don't know. Uh, here, clip number two, real quick. A woman is going viral on uh, TikTok after sharing her story of a, having a man's throw-up spill all over her during a 13-hour flight from London to Bangkok. Here is a TikTok influencer Angelina Nicole breaking down the whole disgusting scenario. As the plane's taking off, you notice next to you the man takes out his paper doggy bag and throws up into it. A couple seconds later, he throws up again in the doggy bag. He throws up another time. Finally, this girl in the aisle across from me notices what's happening and quickly hands me her doggy bag. And I turn over to give this to the people. I notice that his paper bag is full to the brim. The bottom of his paper bag filled to the brim with his vomit breaks open and his vomit gushes out of the bottom onto his lap and unfortunately all over me and all of my stuff that's disgusting that's fantastic that's horrible. I wouldn't want to sit. You, yeah, fantastic until you're sitting next to that guy. Well, but that's, it's only fantastic if it's happening to somebody else. I remember getting on a flight one time, and this guy brought his uh, his own food, which was like a curry-based dish. Oh, yeah. And then like the plane had to sit on the tarmac for 45 minutes while the storms passed. Yeah. And uh, all you could smell was this overwhelming smell of curry. It was the most <laughs> disgusting thing ever. I can't imagine vomit being next to me. Enjoy your breakfast, folks. By the way, <laughs> we can do one more clip here. A man yes. uh, was uh, caught allegedly. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, caught allegedly exposing himself on a more than two-hour-long flight from New York City to Detroit. Here's Chris Farina, who was on the flight, breaking down what he experienced during the situation. There was chatter what had happened when we were on the plane, and the talk was that he had, had exposed himself. And now I find out that it was a little more than that. Not something that you expect. Flying home, three Metro Airport police officers boarded the plane, and within seconds they were escorting a guy off the plane. I expect this in the cockpit, but not on the flight deck. (laughs) He's feeding baloney to the Smurfs. Nevertheless. What's going on over there? What are you doing over there? I'm shaking hands with the unemployed, buddy. (laughs)
I'm 30,000 feet above your head, you bastard. <laughs> I better get some you know, plastic wrap like a Gallagher show. And that is now here. This it's 759 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 813 and Billy Idol with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, cloudy this morning, then rain starts this afternoon. All remnants of Hurricane Nicole. Uh, that's uh, going to be a high of 69 today. And then more of that tomorrow with a high of 69 giggity. It's 51 in downtown Springfield. Now, I know uh, for some you would say, hey, didn't you guys just do open lines uh, at uh, 7 o'clock? And we, we would, the answer with yeah. that uh, would, would be yes, but... Uh, but the guest we had scheduled for this hour has uh, backed out. Yes. Well, you they see, all backed out. You see what I'm doing? I'm I giving see. us an opportunity to, I, to make excuses. Yeah, well, we don't have to make excuses. We're just being lazy. That's yeah. all. Yeah, so that's let's it. do uh, Let's do it again. What the hell? And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, Open Live Friday Part 2. Three one zero two one. Yeah, that's right. We're doing more of it. It's what de- the heck? It's Deja Rock one zero two. That's right. Yeah. Two nine three one zero two one. That's the number to call. Keep your hate speech and profanity to yourself. Uh, if you got battery uh, conversations you want to start, we're all ears. Whatever you want to talk about. All right. Let's uh, let's hit the phones here and see what we got. Rock one zero two. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Rock 102. Okay, they were. I'm sorry. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Wild Bill, the landscaper. Hey, hey remember wi- that lady, Kelly Reardon? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong uh, with that. Hey, sir, what happened to her? Huh? Well, she went uh, on to bigger and better things, like they all do in this market. Ah, uh, that's what she said. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There you go. Thanks for the call. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, this is me. How are you? Good, me. This Hi. is us. What can we do for you? <laughs> hey, one question. On your intro to uh, Hollywood Trash, Yes. what's that one word you bleep out at the beginning? Well, I can't tell you because it's bleeped out. Yeah, if we told you, then we would get in trouble for w- using a word that has been bleeped. Can I, can I give you a hint? Well, I, I hope you would. It rhymes with truckers. Okay. Okay. You think you got it? So, so it's Smuckers. Yes, yes Smuckers. Smuckers. Yes, Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Thanks. For, thanks for the hey, call. Have a great day, guys. Happy Veterans Day. Hey to you too. Thank you very much. Uh, Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? This is Craig. Uh, how are you doing, back? Um, terrific, Craig. I just want to talk about like three things. Talk to the Battery Boys. I think it's a great idea. I think you should have flyers in every home in Western Massachusetts. I also want to wish everybody today a happy Veterans Day. The veterans fought for us uh, for many years, and they've done a wonderful job. We love to listen to you guys. And I just wanted to say that the um, the Mayflower Marathon is a wonderful thing. I've been contributing since 2007. I think everybody should get together and get their families and their workers together and help out everybody and try to contribute. And uh, what you were saying about Wednesdays, get together and help people unload uh, I'm going to try to do that myself. Awesome. Um, and uh, I just hope that you guys uh, are not too cold and everything goes well. And uh, it's another great year. I know it's another it's another venue, but it's a great venue there. And I hope everybody uh, 
does well, and I hope everybody is safe and uh, happy. Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Greg. We appreciate well, it. Well thought. Of, wait a minute. Are you a Rock 102 listener? It's well thought out. You had all your things planned. <laughs> really what not, you were going to say. Uh, we're really not used to that. You sure you're not listening to another show? I have been listening to Rock 102 <laughs> for over 35 years. And, uh, of course, I started when I was about four. But well, that's let, let me tell you something. If you've been listening to Rock 102 for 35 years, it's time to change the batteries in that radio. Yeah, that's, that's what right. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and you... And that's why I called the battery boys today because I knew I need either a six, nine volt, or maybe even is there a twelve well, volt? I don't I, even know. We're we're going to be expanding out to Cape Cod, and we're going to be selling sea cells by the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what: if I could afford a home in Cape Cod, I'd be right down there. But that is a great you see, idea. You should see the price Gentlemen, of a battery you have out there. You have yourself a great day. All and, right, uh, too. I've been listening to you for years. All right, okay, thank you. Bye okay, now. bye. Rock 102, good morning. <laughs> yes. Good, mo- good morning, fellas. Happy Thanksgiving and early Christmas. You guys are great. You thank do you. a wonderful job. Quick question. Yeah. I've noticed over the past few months that the music is veering more towards uh, heavy metal. Am I right or am I wrong? That's a feeling I'm getting songs being played. <sighs> Define heavy metal. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, what would say? Black Sabbath, ACDC. Where it's like, no, you guys used to have like lots of, you know, Eagles, Beatles, uh-huh. uh, Stone. Well, that stuff still gets. And- well, that stuff still gets played. I mean, I think you have to kind of look at it uh, this way. I've explained this before. Twenty-five sure. years ago, uh, you know, yeah. that was. That was the music that was being played. When I started in 95, the music that was 25 years old were things like Led Zeppelin II, uh, The Last Doors record. <laughs> you know, I mean, those, those are the things that were, that were happening. So it's really just a matter of the music kind of moving along with the age of the audience. Makes sense. You guys are still great. Thank you so much. In fact, you've got to stay forever. We can't lose you. You're the main man. Let me tell you Nagle. something. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. Say say what you will, but I'm no, I'm no. still counting on three thousand two hundred and twenty nine days. Wait, what were you going to say to me? Since Bax is the main man now, Nagel is still great because Nagel keeps Baxy's overinflated ego in check. Ah, yeah, so, there you go. You know what? Yeah, you're Listen, my, my you, let me tell you something. My humility is one of my finest and most yeah. noble traits. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love you guys. Thank you so much all for, right. Thanks, for all of it. Thanks for the call. Lady. I appreciate it. Ego, what is this? Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Jimbo. Who's this? This is uh, Bax and Nagel. What can we do for you? Hey, Bax and Steve. Hey, Steve. Steve, Steve. This is Steve. Bax and Steve, you guys are battery service? Yep. And I tune in every day to get my daily dose of BS in the morning. All right. All right. Well, there you, you go. Yeah, Thank you very that? much. Yeah. We appreciate you being a part right. of it. Okay. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. What's up? I actually have an honest question for you guys. Um, over the years, you guys have been pretty personal about your lives and people in your lives. Do you guys have to have conversations with them, uh, wives, uh, close family members, about being talked about, or do you just let it fly and you know, ask for forgiveness later. I'm at work, so I'll listen to your response. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Thanks so well, much. Uh, I guess well, they... I mean, to answer your question, uh, you know, I, I I do take into consideration somebody before I tell a story about them. You know. Yeah. Well, like you know, when whether... your wife died, you didn't ask her permission. Well, I don't know. She wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> um, 
She just lied there and did nothing. Kind of like when we were married. Um, <laughs> you know. But uh, but no, I mean, it is, uh, it's one of those things that you do have to be sensitive about to other people yeah. when you talk about personal things. Uh, and there are, you know, there's a... There's a story about Barry Krieger I can't even tell on the radio. Oh, I want to hear about it. I can't even tell you. Come Sorry. on. Nope. Even off the air? Even off the air. I can't tell you. I promised I would not All right. say. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you put something out there, and now we know yeah. there's a story to tell. Right. Now, I've uh, I've always been very, very careful, very, very mindful to to to, uh, to not talk about certain things and have no problem talking about other things. It all depends on who's involved and you know, who could be you know hurt or compromised what as a result of it. What is your exact address over in Hamden? Ah, none of your damn What's your social security number and your mother's maiden name? Rock 102. Good morning. Is this? Good morning. Mark from West Springfield. Hey, what's going on? Not the Mark from Westfield. Oh, all right. Not what? Not the Mark from the, West Springfield. You're just Mark from Westfield. Not West the Mark. What's That's up? Right. What's up? What the fuck? Why did the chicken cross the road? Why did the chicken cross the road? It was staple to the baby. Okay. Hilarious. All right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, how are you? This is Ace. Hey, Ace, what's up? Yeah, I just want to do to say happy Veterans Day to you guys and thank every veteran out there uh, for for their awesome service. All right. Thank Very you good. for your call. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Mo. How are you guys doing today? Hey, yeah. Mo. Hey, Mo. Yeah, same way, man. Same way. Hey, Mo, hey, Larry. This is Curly hey, Pubes. I'm calling. I've been trying to call you guys for over a week. The music part of your show yeah. is skipping. It skips, dude. It's like listening to oh, an 8-track. You're, you're, listening, you're listening on the stream, right? I'm listening on, yeah, tune in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I've heard I've heard that com- that complaint uh, over the last couple of days. I know we're working on it. Yeah. We have some server issues that will be dealt with. It could be a tuned-in issue, too. We're trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, well, I tried another channel, so the other channels aren't skipping. And you guys are my favorite guys. I've been well, listening to you guys since I'm 18 and I'm 62. The other the other problem is um, we need to put another penny on the, uh, the arm of the record player. Yeah. Because the <laughs> only way the only way to keep the music from skipping. Anyone over, the, anyone over the age of 50 <laughs> understands that comment. I don't know. Yeah, the trust tables me. are coming back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Absolutely. All right, thank more. you. Let's say one more. All right, uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, guys. This is Joe from the Senior Center. How are you? Oh, good, good, Joe. Joe. What's up? Hey, listen. Uh, we were just listening to the radio station about the Batter Boys. Is this something you guys were going to go to the Senior Centers and listen the batteries? The elderly need batteries like anybody else. You got a hearing aid, the battery goes on the fritz. Yeah, Who are you going to yeah, call? Yeah. Who are you going to call the, when you... The, the battered boys. The battery boys, that's I, it. Not oh, the... that, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hear well. Uh, <laughs> is this something you're going to have like a discount for the seniors on Tuesdays? We might, we might consider, might that. consider that. Sure, yeah, yeah. you show us your AARP card, we'll cut you a little, we'll cut you a little deal. Yeah, get get us involved on a Tuesday on all the centers on Tuesdays, and then you'll make your promotion, and, and we'll try to help you out maybe in the school departments and wheels on meals and stuff like uh, that. You know. All right. All right. Well, thank, all right. You, thank very you very much. Thank you very much for the call. Okay, we there appreciate you go. it. All right. You want to take one more? Or are we done? Yeah, one more. What the hell? Why okay. <laughs> uh, Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Is this? How you doing? It's Shemp. What's up, Shemp? <laughs> we just talked to Mo. 
Yeah, I just was saying, I wanted to say I've been listening to you guys for almost a week now, and I almost plan to finish out the week. It sounds good. I like it. Oh, well, thank you very much. for giving us a chance. I appreciate yeah. that. I don't know what you were doing a week yeah, before. No, no problem. What were you doing the week before? Um, I, I drove in silence. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well. A lot of people did for a while. Hey, we appreciate we, the call. We, thank we, you. We did that for All six right. and a half months. <laughs> All right, well, then there you go. Very successful double dose of Open Line Friday. But we did the double dose for the veterans. That's right, because we were too lazy to do anything. It's 825 with Bax and Nagel Nagel on Rockwood 02. 831 with Bax and Nagel on Rockwood 02. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. You know, we always have these serious conversations, then we have to go on the air. You interrupt uh, this whole news thing, interrupts all that stuff. Well, and it was a conversation that we needed to have. But we, you know, we fi- I mean, I'm so, I'm so glad you finally got that off your chest. That's, it really wasn't anything off my chest. It was just a discussion that we were having. And no, like, it, it was more than ran that. out of time, and uh, now I have to go do news. No, we, I mean, we were trying to resolve uh, an issue. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know what the answers are. I mean, my God, we could. I mean, we could talk about it yeah, uh, you know, publicly, but you know, probably uh, better off doing news. Let's talk about deer. How about that? Okay. Deer collisions are increasing throughout the Commonwealth with a record highs that haven't been seen since 2002. Oh, yeah, that's right. The great buck killings of 2002. Oh, I, I dented a doe more than once. According to uh, AAA, last, oh, not the battery people. Right. Roadside yes. assistance people. Right. Last year, deer crashes between the months of October and December jumped to nearly 1,700. Actually, it's <laughs> the way they wrote it in on 22. 17, comma, zero, zero. <laughs> I would imagine that that um, comma was supposed to be after the one. Yeah. Are you sure it's 1,700, not yeah. 17,000? That's equivalent to one deer crash ever every 80 minutes. Every 80 minutes, wow. a deer gets yeah. annihilated in the state of Massachusetts. And I've got to tell you, you know, that's every 80 minutes. Someone's you know, putting serious damage on their vehicle. Yeah. Uh, you ever hit a deer? Did I ever hit a deer? I never hit a deer. My dad hit a deer while we were driving on I-81 through Scranton, Pennsylvania. I've done it twice. Twice? Twice. All right. How bad was the, uh, was the, was the carnage? <clears throat> well, um... I, I not bad either time. The first time uh, I was driving through Ohio, right Ooh. there on the Ohio Turnpike, Route 90, heading west, right, and a deer who did not have the right of way or the easy pass. Certainly not the mm-hmm. easy pass. I didn't see any transponder on that deer whatsoever. So basically, he's trying to get a free ride up yeah. the Ohio Turnpike, and that's a very expensive turnpike. That's like $15 for that ride. Exactly. So he crosses a whole bunch of lanes of traffic, mm-hmm. right? And you know he does it in, in such a way where all you can do is say, this must be the stupidest animal ever. All he had to do was look both ways and to know I was you know going yeah. 70 miles an hour down a major interstate highway and... Bam! Him, right in the kisser. I got him right in the uh, in the back end, and oh, he kept yeah. he kept running. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I didn't hit him. I mean, how he kept on running after I'm going like yo know, yeah. seventy miles an hour on a highway. I don't even know. But he kept running, made it to the other side. So when the police arrived, he wasn't even there to make a statement. So you know, I had to uh, couldn't you even know, get his side of the story. Could never get his side of the story. Looking like, you know, what was the- you, what were you thinking? 
you know, and the cop lets him off because he's looking at him with a sad doe eyes. Yeah, and, uh, right. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cross. The and it was, he, you know, clearly his fault. Right. Which is the other thing. And then, like, uh, like two years later, uh, on the same trip that I was making mm-hmm. from uh, from Milwaukee back home, we finally get into Longmeadow, Route Five. Yeah. Right around uh, the CBS. Yeah. And Rinaldi's. You know, remember, remember Rinaldi's? Mm-hmm. That was good pie over there, by the way. Robert did a good job with that. With I that don't pizza. remember that, but go Awful ahead. good. Anyway, I'm uh, driving down Route 5, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this deer pops out of the. It's, it's like the same scenario, only rather than crossing an interstate highway, now it's crossing, you know, Route 5. You know, less lanes of traffic. Still no regard to who had the right of way. And I did the same thing. Hit him on the back end, and he kept on running. And I, and I got out of the car, saw if there was any damage. There wasn't anything real significant, although I think I got some fur, like, in my my headlight, you know, like, you know, wedged in. And I kept on driving. But that ha- but two times. The first time, I got that, that deer pretty good. Second time, a little bit of a grazing. But there's no regard in the antelope community for uh, the you know, road safety. None right. at all. They don't look both ways. They don't cross at an intersection. They feel like they own the road. And I, and frankly, um, as a motorist with a very expensive vehicle, uh, I, I don't want to be put in harm's way of their irresponsibility. Um, well, the the deer don't really care about what you're doing. Well, they do if I tag them with my car. They only care about what they're doing. And they're like, you know what? I know there's water and berries across that street. I'm going to get the waters and berries. Selfish. Animals. I never, uh, I never hit a deer. I hit um, plenty of like uh, squirrels, mm-hmm. raccoons, uh-huh. um, things like that. Skunk. Never hit a skunk, but I ran over a dead skunk, which then stunk my car up. Oh yeah, because the stuff was all over the wheel well. Right. And uh, and I hit a turkey a couple of years ago. <sighs> but that turkey. Um, I was like, I was driving my van, mm-hmm. and I'm driving up this uh, country road, and it's like summertime, and it's like, you know how the the sun comes up really early in the morning in the in, during the summer, right? It was like right around June 20th or June 21st, and the sun's uh, really uh, starting to get not so bright yet because it's about 4:50 in the morning, uh-huh. and I and I drive up this hill, and all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, I see this turkey on the side of the road, and I don't have time to stop, right? So I slow down as best I can. Yeah. And the thing kind of grabs onto the front of the van, like almost cartoonish style, you know? Like, and, and, I, and I carry him for like a maybe a tenth of a mile. Right. A, until he finally like just falls off to the side of the road, and then he was gone. I didn't see him. I didn't know where he went. Did you put on like the... the uh uh, the windshield wipers to kind of like smack his little turkey head well, around. He, he didn't get up to the window. He was just kind of like hanging on the on the corner on the passenger side corner oh. of the hood. But it was he was like looking at me like, dude, what are you doing? I'm doing turkey stuff here. I'm eating ticks. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, I gotta tell you, you know, you would think that uh, there's enough like roadkill yeah. every single day yeah. on highways and byways all across this great country of ours. Don't you think that the animal kingdom would have conversations amongst itself and say, hey, 
Let's think about ways in which we would not get hit by humans. I've, I've done enough driving up and down the East Coast, you know, from here to all the way to Florida. Yeah. You ever see, like, the carnage, the aftermath oh. of, like, an 18-wheeler hitting a deer? Oh, yeah. And there's nothing left of the deer except a hoof and one of the points on, yeah. the, on the rack. <laughs> there's an antler. <laughs> yeah. And... What? <laughs> and some sleigh bells, and, and that's about it. And then you drive by, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Oh, I've seen it. I, and you know, and the thing is, you know, if you if you if you T-bone, yeah, uh, like I remember, who was it that I hit a moose on a highway, yeah. and that messed up their. I mean, a moose is an enormous uh, animal, enormous. So if you hit a moose. You're hitting its legs, and the only way for that moose to fall is on top of the hood of your car, just because of the physics involved. And they, and they, and and a moose, mm-hmm. you think, listen, I know they're not stupid. I mean, I've seen them fly airplanes. Mm-hmm. I've seen them look for upsidasium. I've heard them talking to Russian spies. I've yeah. seen it all. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've seen it all. They're not stupid, but they sure don't know how to cross a street. Well, they figure everybody else is going to slow down and stop for them because they're such huge well, animals. I got news. I got news for you. When you're going 60 miles an hour, or it's you know 35 miles an hour, in the middle of Long Meadow on Route Five. I'm sorry, we the, are not paying attention to everything that the that woodland creatures do. The worst part is uh, they have to send uh, Officer Rocky to the moose's house to tell them. Well, now here's something you're really not going to like. <laughs> And then the moose says, "Hey, Rock, watch me pull a bumper out of my neck." And then you have to, you have to, you have to tell the moose family, uh, Mister and Mrs. Moose, or the deer family, Mister and Mrs. Buck. Yeah, that's you know, that's that's the one visit they never yeah, want. Yeah, it's the one, th- one thing they never want to do. Uh, you I'm know, sorry, uh, <clears throat> your moose son uh, perished in a in an automobile accident. No, uh, he was supposed to graduate tomorrow. No buck and doe should have to bury their fawn. The idea <laughs> of a squirrel having to go up to a, a moose house and break them the yeah, bad news. Yeah, Rocky takes off that little that little blue hat yeah. that uh, they that he wears and yeah. with the little goggles. I like, um, really need you to sit down, <laughs> Mr. And Mrs. Winkle. Yeah, I I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, your son did not survive. Horrible, horrible scenario that we're describing here. You know, you mentioned uh, would you say Rinaldi's the pizza? Rinaldi's pizza, yeah. yeah. And they don't; they're no longer in business anymore. No, they, they retired, and they're actually going to be putting. I think it's a barbecue place over there. Yeah, a barbecue place. Yeah, a barbecue place in Longmeadow. Absolutely. Really? Pe- oh yeah, people in Longmeadow love to eat with their hands. I, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, the last thing I would picture somebody from Longmeadow eating was a uh, country style. Uh, no, oh, I, no, oh, you don't need to have forks and knives around here. We eat a country style in this house. The folks in Longmeadow love sauce. Yeah, I bet you they do. Actually, you know, there is a. Uh, th- this was a news story the other day, and I, we didn't even get a chance to talk about it. Remember a couple months ago, I was telling you that the, uh, you know, that Sophie and I were in Boston, went to go see a, a, a yeah. concert, and like right before the show. We went to a, uh, a an Asian hot pot restaurant, and I was like obsessed yeah, with the hot pot. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it's like the greatest thing I've ever had. The hot pot was so stinking delicious. Did you go to the one in Sturbridge? No, I didn't. Okay, but I didn't. somebody told us about that. one. Yeah, but I haven't. I haven't okay. been because one yeah. eh, Sturbridge is a little bit far out. I mean, you know, Boston was far out, but you know, we just right. happened to be there. 
Well, they just opened up a hot pot uh, place on Boston Road where the Olive Garden had been. And so, you know, I'm I'm curious to know how that hot pot restaurant is. Is it is it a good hot pot or is it uh, you know just an okay hot pot? I would like to hear from uh, from somebody who's been and to, to hear you know the, the, a report. It's already open. Their grand opening was the other day. It had uh, you know Mary Dom Dom was there, yeah. Angelo Pupolo, uh, Jake Oliveira were all there with I'm their gonna... scissors and the and the big uh, and the big ribbon. I'm gonna have to check this place out. I'm telling you, if if it's any. Thing like what I had a few months ago, back in uh, May or March, one of those months that begin with an M, it was sensational. So you know, I'm I'm very anxious to try it. Um, I had pizza last night. Yes, at a different place I've never had pizza before. And because uh, I had to go up South Hadley uh, for something, and then I come back and um, uh, I can't think of all the pizza places that are along the way. I don't really know that area that well. You South know, Hadley? Where, well, where I was, I did, wasn't really familiar with anything that was close by that I could grab a pizza on the way home. Right. And uh, But I there's this place in Holyoke called uh, Hot the, the Fat Tomatoes. The Fat Tomatoes. The Fat Tomatoes. It was some of the best pizza I have ever had. Really? Yeah. It's uh, it's like they hand crush the tomatoes this for is the on pizza. Westfield Road. Yeah. It's uh, it's right at the uh, the plaza there on Homestead Avenue uh, at the corner. Got to tell you, that looks pretty good. It was. It, it, it's. I don't know what style of pizza that is. It's. It's. It was almost like halfway between like a deep dish pizza, like the crust on it was like almost fried versus um, versus baked. Like it had a crispy bottom to it. Oh yeah, I like a good crispy bottom. Yeah, and then it had. Uh, I got uh, like sausage and meatball on top of it with hand crushed tomatoes and cheese. It was yeah. so freaking good. I've. Um I want to try, and uh, and it, it's not just because it was on, uh, not just because El Presidente was there, but yeah. the uh, the uh, the Casa Pizza in Ludlow. I never had that one either. That's supposed to be terrific, and uh, they 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 have all different kinds. I mean, they have like the New Haven style. Mm-hmm. They've got the deep dish. They've got uh, you know all different kinds. It's supposed to be fantastic, and uh, and, uh, and 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 so I'm curious. I'd like to go. All right. But not before I get to that hot pot place. I can tell you that right now. You know who we should talk to? Who? The guys that run that Facebook group, Western Mass Pizza Fanatics. You know, I don't mind uh, and, if we have like a chit-chat just about food. Yeah, and they go around to all the different pizza places and they share their photos of where they ate their pizza. It's actually, and it's like, oh, okay, I want to definitely try that one. All right. Because they, it's it's a, what do they call that? Visual sales? Uh, what, what would you what would you call that? That mark kind of marketing, <clears throat> social media sale. I don't know what. Yeah, I, I don't know what you would call it, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, that'd be cool. Effective marketing. I don't know how to how to yeah, put that. It's not always but, effective. Uh, absolutely delicious. Well, hey, gee, look at the clock. We're all out of time. <laughs> so much for news. Well, as we got to news, we're talking about killing antelope and food and and, and lunch and and Officer Rocky showing up to a moose's house to tell them that their son just died in a motor vehicle accident. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, eventually rain uh, this afternoon with a high of 69 giggity. Tomorrow more of the same. Also a high of 69 giggity. It's 54 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
Rock, I'm gonna, Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and Van Halen with Max and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, rainy this afternoon with a high of 69 tomorrow. More of the same. It's 54 in downtown Springfield. Yeah, you know, we've had uh, such mild temperatures the last couple of days. I keep thinking about, you know, is there any way that we could extend this nice weather to the Mayflower Marathon? I mean, that would be kind of nice to be doing this and, you know, not, yeah. uh, you know, wrapped up and bundled like we're, you know, Randy from A Christmas Story. Did you see the forecast for next week? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, you might want to check. Could see some snow showers in, Come the, uh, in the forecast. Yep, yep, yep. By, uh, by next weekend, next Wednesday or so. Supposed to be a mix of rain and uh, like sleet. Oh Wednesday. my god! Well, it's okay. Yeah, all right. But yeah. we usually get that this time of year, anyway. So. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, so the twenty first, the twenty third, evening showers on the twenty first, cloudy, but but forty two, forty and forty one on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. That's not that bad. Not terrible. But we don't know what's coming up the coast either. You don't know when you're going to have a big storm. Or yeah, like and they're talking about Thursday with a little bit of snow. But you know what? I mean, how much snow are we really getting? It hasn't been cold enough to really stick and be too thick yet. No, but we live in this part of the country where that could change in a heartbeat, where it drops down to five degrees tomorrow, and then all of a sudden we got 10 feet of snow on the ground. But yeah, the Mayflower Marathon is literally right around the corner. We're broadcasting for 52 hours at our brand new Mayflower Marathon home, MGM Springfield, from November 21st to uh, the 23rd. We're looking to fill three 48-foot trailers with non-perishable food donations for the open pantry. They need your help, and we'll be talking about it with Dave Matson on uh, on Sunday morning on on uh, Western Mass News, Getting Answers. Uh, we talk. Uh, Terry Maxey from the Open Pantry talks. Uh, make sure you check your local listings to find out when that show airs, but uh, I thought we were terrific. I, uh, apparently, we were on TV the other night. They must have been previewing uh, us. Or oh, like a little like promo? Yeah, a little promo. Mm, that's thing. good. So there you go. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Capital Moving and Storage, Manny's Appliances, Xfinity, Camping World of West Springfield, four one th- uh, West Hatfield, I should say, 413 Dumpsters. Uh, get all the details at rock102.com. It's the Mayflower Marathon brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Liberty Bank, Gary Rome Hyundai. It's all on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Let me just start reading you this article about Twitter. The motto over at Twitter is clearly a throwback, uh, move fast and break things at the moment under a new ruler, Elon Musk. And the latest thing to break is the just introduced $8 monthly Twitter blue tier, which includes a shiny verified checkmark indistinguishable from the ones that Twitter used to hand out selectively to high profile accounts. The social network, uh, I'm sorry, the text was actually uh, live as the uh, launch yesterday, uh, that any accounts freshly created on or after Wednesday, November 9th will not be able to subscribe for now. Because they realized quickly, hey, if you just get anybody that can pay $8 a month, you get the verified blue check and you can have a parody account, which is exactly what he doesn't want. Yeah, the, the whole thing is a badly conceived idea. What? I, it just amazes me how somebody who can be so intelligent by making billions and billions of dollars doing things yeah and then thinking taking over a social media network is a good idea and you're not going to lose any money on it the only thing i can think of and this is kind of going way out on a limb but the reason why he bought it was to destroy it is that what it is well, because I'm, I'm, I'm seeing those stories but then i'm also seeing stories about how he's telling employees that if you don't show up on Monday, I'm going to accept that as your resignation. 
Didn't he let them go already? <laughs> I don't know if he had. I think he's let some people go, but then there are some people that are, you know, on their own thinking, ah, I don't like the way this is going. Not me. Facebook eliminated 11,000 jobs this week. Well, that's that was seen because that, that whole been, virtual reality thing wasn't going to take off. Well, there's that, and they've lost like two-thirds of their value. I mean, it's I mean, yeah. it's a remarkable loss for that. But you know, I would also think that that, you know, based upon, you know, what he's doing over there, I think he's trying to destroy Twitter. You think it would be a big tax write-off at the end of the year? Maybe. Hey, uh, I bought this. To, how much did he pay for that? Wasn't it, like it was a few bucks. Yeah. And yeah. I, I lost all this money on these <laughs> billions of dollars I just spent on this brand-new company. Yeah. But, you know, he's the kind of guy who could say, well, there's more billions on where that came from. A number of fake accounts pretending to be celebrities, brands, and otherwise influential people immediately cropped up and made uh, audacious false claims, including a fake LeBron requesting a trade away from the Lakers. A fake Connor McDavid saying he had already been traded from the Oilers to the Islanders. A fake Nintendo account posting a picture of Mario flipping the bird and much, much more. <laughs> Gee, what do you think would happen if we gave everybody the chance to get one of those blue checks just for eight bucks a month? <laughs> this, this is what happens. This is what makes Twitter now so much more fun. It's uh, 857 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. This Thanksgiving Eve, join Rock 102 as we take over the Mass Mutual Center to host Mayflower Marathon Night at the Springfield Thunderbird. 